just one night give me just one night there's no way cause you can't stay in the name of love one night in the name of love you crazy fool i won't give in to you don't leave me this way I can't survive. Are you done Googling? Without your sweet love. Oh, baby. Don't, don't leave me this way. Hello and welcome. We are the Ladies of Strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. We did it. Yay. Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it mostly. (laughs) Kind of. All right. We're just diving right in, guys, on this one. Okay. Uh, Maybe a little bit of a shorter episode, but I'm real excited about it. Oh, I, I hate myself, but I'm like, oh, no foreplay, Tiffany. We're just diving right in. Oh, well, I mean, depending on what you're into, this may be foreplay. Oh, God. Have either of you ever heard of a flatulist? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. Yeah, that's the correct reaction, Ash. <laughs> So before we started recording, it was like, Ashley's going to roll her eyes and Rebecca's going to hate this. <laughs> uh, so who sent us this? Can I blame them? I don't remember if somebody sent this. I just came no, across No, someone it. did. Oh, somebody, I sent it to you. Oh, well. Which meant someone put it in the group. I perfect. I don't pay attention to things. and um, I know. That's why I sent it to you. <laughs> so according to Wiki... A flatulist, fartist, or professional farter is an entertainer often associated with a specific type of humor. (laughs) It was suggested by someone. Sorry, Jake suggested it. Hi, Jake. Hi, Jake. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it was. Hi, darling. And I'm pretty sure he said something about it being like Tiffany's dream career or something like that, too. Yeah, he did. Okay. Well, maybe that's why I subconsciously picked this. Or because I sent it to you. No, really, I was... So I was supposed to have this done last week, and I didn't. And I had a really crap, <laughs> shitty topic picked out last week. <laughs> and then today on my lunch break, I was like, I don't want to do that. Let me find something else. And I was listening to Box of Oddities, and they were talking about this. And I was like, fuck, yeah, I can pick this up. So are you talking about the story or the career the path? Both. <laughs> both. According to Wiki, a flatulist, fartist, or professional farter is an entertainer often associated with a specific type of humor whose routine consists solely or primarily of passing gas in a creative, musical, or amusing manner. So it's like, da-da-da-da-da. Every 14-year-old boy's dream job. Girl. Didn't, like, Captain Underpants do a thing with that, or was that burping? I'd imagine. Uh, I've only read the books, and... I can't recall. All I know is that there's a whole chapter that's talking about the B word that I can never say. And I try to read it to my son and sound real smart. Yeah. Behaviorally. Uh huh. (laughs) Yeah. Because I could have sworn they did like William Tell Overture, but with farts. So it's William Tell Fartriture. Sounds sounds about right. Amazing. I could be wrong. Anyway. All right. So evidence of flatulist date back to at least the fifth century. Wait. This is an 
old career path? Oh, yes, honey. Oh, God. In City of God, the book, the literary masterpiece I've heard. I don't know. I, I, this was the first time I came across it, but a lot of people talked about it. Uh, St. Augustine wrote about, quote, a number of people produce at will such musical sounds from their behind without any stink that they seem to be singing from the region. Without any stink? Yeah. I, I smell a rat. Ow! We'll get to it. Don't worry. Is it like the people that can make themselves burp when they swallow? The people. Like me. When I- <laughs> Wow, a self call out. <laughs> exactly like that. And One, of we will get to it. One of those Ugh. disgusting people who can make themselves burp to la- make children laugh. I'm a lady. <laughs> I'm a lady. Watch me belch the ABCs. <laughs> and they feel like I'm going to vomit after. It's fine. <laughs> so if you were a flatulist, you would feel like you had another sensation coming on. Anyway, City of God. That's just a story, right? Let's talk about. Roland the Farter. What a name. I swear, this is like an SNL sketch. <laughs> I think this is Tiffany's ancestors. <laughs> Probably. Are we just going through your family tree? <laughs> a little bit. Actually, one of the main person we're talking about is French, and I don't think my family has any French in it. I thought you were English. I am. Okay. Uh, English, German, and Irish, I believe. Question dot? Yes, Irish, because Matthew's Scottish. Anyway, Roland the Farter. He was a jester for King Henry II. That tracks. And each year the king required him to perform at the Christmas pageant doing, quote, one jump, one whistle, and one fart simultaneously. That's a lot of things happening at once. Uh huh. How much oh, you would really? have bet he did that an accident one year? And then, like, <laughs> Do it again! And like how most jobs work, suddenly you have like higher expectations than before. Right? Uh-huh. Well, a I mean. Jump a whistle and mm-hmm. a fart so really you just i mean it's it's not that complex if you think about it like if you have fart you, on command okay i have a question how many times since learning about this have you tried to do this okay first of all i can't whistle and i appreciate you pointing that out <laughs> <laughs> so you wouldn't have been able to be a jester no but i can fart and jump so hey two out of three well that's because that's usually how that works you like move and fart <laughs> this is true <laughs> So he was so beloved by the king that he was rewarded with a manor and 30 acres of land. Wow. Yeah. Is that how we whistled? Shut up. <laughs> but if we're talking about flatulists, the most famous flatulist of all time, or most well-known, is Joseph Pujol. <laughs> Pujol. So if you were to pronounce his name, like if he were, I don't know, Spanish, it would be Pujol. <laughs> but it's Pujol because he's French. We are five. Uh, I'm here for it, Joseph Pujol. Uh, but he went by the name Le Petemont, which translates to fart maniac. Was that not your like internet handle at some point? Petemont? It is now. <laughs> it's no longer it's in no Tiffany's lo- pants. It's now <laughs> Tiffany underscore fart maniac. So to be fair, I can't get into my Instagram to hold my pants because I forgot the login and changed phones. So it's just an account that exists that I can't access. Wow. You never thought to like try to reset the password? Couldn't even get to that point because I don't remember what. Email. It's based off a username. I just know. anyway. So we're moving on. <laughs> uh, the fart maniac, uh, Le Petemont. 
was born in 1857, one of five children to a stonemason and his wife. Yeah, you would have multiple siblings and then be very familiar with farting. Yes. Accurate. Joseph discovered his unique talent around the age of 10. So I say that. As most boys do. Uh (laughs) But he didn't realize this was a special talent until later. We'll get to it. Because it's not. It (laughs) is, though. It really is. Can you fart on command? It's frowned upon in every scenario. But can you do it on command? Because I am a fart machine and cannot do it on command. I don't believe you for some reason. I wish I could. Life around here would be so much more interesting. (laughs) But when he was 10, he went swimming in the sea. And as you do, he was like, I'm going to go underwater. Took a deep breath in preparation for going under. And instead of feeling that lightheaded feeling you get that's usually associated with holding your breath, he felt a strange cold sensation. In his butt. What? So he runs out of the water and is like, what's going on? And it said that about two liters of water came gushing out of his butt. He gave himself a men- an enema? He did. A, a salt water enema? It's the enema enema. It's the enema enema enema. How many waters? Roughly two non-flammable waters. Think about, like, a two liter of Coke coming out of your butt. I couldn't remember what the measurement was. How many waters? <laughs> so, yes. Joseph Pujol had a two liter bottle of water come out of In his butt. In his anus? Yes. <laughs> that takes two girls one cup to Shut up! Nothing shattered, okay? It's fine. Nope, don't ask questions, Rebecca. That is a don't lot ask. of liquid. It's a ton of liquid. No, well, it's two, two liters. liters. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is a volume, and since water is not compressible, that doesn't change. No. So, he goes to the doctor, and the doctor's like, Poof, okay, you're fine, though. Just don't go back and let's see. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's the problem. Not the fact that, like, roughly two liters of the water ended up your butt yeah don't worry about it it's, it's fine it's fault <laughs> it's i feel like we're victim blaming the sea <laughs> to stay away from the sea dress like that <laughs> you slut it was a tiny bathing suit okay you asked for it what is wrong with us a lot <laughs> currently so Fast forward, he's in the army or the military thing that's in France. I'm not sure. The military army. I'm not sure. They have an army, too. He enlisted. They just take mat naps before firing the missiles. (laughs) (laughs) So he joins and is talking to his buddies. And he's like, yo, I can do this really cool trick where, like, I sit in water and I can, like... And he can fountainize it. Yeah. He's, a fount- <laughs> he's a squirt gun. He, he is. He could show off how he could just like projectile water from his butt. And then everybody got a good laugh out of it. And he realized, hey, I can do the same thing with air. I can like swallow air with my butthole and push it out. So does he have like a sphincter issue? I mean, I wouldn't say issue because it works out really well for him. Well, because in your butt... You ha- no, I'm serious. You have a voluntary and an involuntary sphincter, and that's what keeps you from shitting yourself. Yeah. I'm- <laughs> you, you know a lot about sphincters. 
and because i just learned something (laughs) yeah so like you have the one that comes that's like inside your body and that one is involuntary once the poop hits it it's opening up but the one that's right outside you can clinch that so that you can do your little shuffle make it to the bathroom and that's why most people don't have a problem the sphincter shuffle regularly shitting themselves but i feel like the involuntary one Maybe he has from unless I doubt he can hold two liters. It's not a large space that he can hold two liters. Maybe he has control of the involuntary one, or maybe it's broken. I don't think until the very later years of his performances did he shit himself. So wait, (laughs) spoiler alert! (laughs) Ah, Here we go. So he realizes he's got this great talent, and he amuses all of his military buddies with it. Great, funny fart jokes always funny it doesn't matter how old you are and if you think they're not funny there's something wrong with you <laughs> so she's not entirely wrong <laughs> gets out of the military and he opens a bakery or he at 13 he was an apprentice to a baker and then that took a strange turn so he went like i'm good at farting you know what else is good at farting yeast yeah. <laughs> dude yes i thought you burped don't you have to like burp yeast they just emit that gas. They call it's it? gas it's the same he just you know gasses his butt what (laughs) so at 13 he apprentices with a baker gets out of the military starts working at a bakery and whatever he's working as a baker you know there's some downtime or like while they're waiting for stuff to rise or bake or whatever he's helping customers he entertains them and amuses them with different sounds he can make with his butthole do not fart in, in my bakery. bakery. Yeah. It takes donut hole to a whole new level. <laughs> Do not fart near my pastry, sir. I mean, it's it's just air that he's sucking up from around him. There's still stuff that comes out. Yeah, that's how smells work. Well, so it's not like digested food that he's farting out. It's he literally like gulps in we air get the with concept, his butthole but it enters and the bunghole and it goes out the bunghole bunghole particles are going to exit like if i can breathe right now and it cause a pandemic that's what's happening well, why'd you have to take it to a downside because <laughs> this is a shitty story <laughs> covid caused because of bunghole particles <laughs> Wear your mask. <laughs> if not because of the COVID, at least because of bunghole particles. They're mm. everywhere. Flatulists <laughs> everywhere. So he ended up marrying the daughter of a butcher. Um, they had a grand life together. Ended up having three kids. The but butcher, the baker, and the fart maker. Can that be the title? <laughs> sure. <Yes. laughs> they had three kids together. He realized that he was unfulfilled as a baker. So he started doing local shows. So he had a midlife crisis. Well, this was in his early 30s, late 20s, early 30s. Which Hey, where so are he we? had to take a baking sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I listened to one podcast where they were like, oh, he was 30. So like he was well into his life. And I was like, uh, <gasps> what? Are they children that I host a podcast? No, I was afraid to look up how old they were. <laughs> but, um... He had a quarter life crisis like I had around that time and was like, fuck baking. I'm going to go fart. I'm sorry, Tiffany had. <laughs> like I am having. <laughs> like I've been going through for five years now. It's fine. But 
he started showing off his talent. Now, some sources said that he started off as a trombone player, and was that related? No. A trombone player of the butt. Not yet, it's not. No. No, that's not how that works. He was a trombone player and tried making it that way and it didn't work. So he would do um, musical numbers with his butthole. Like, he would have music playing and just like, da-da-da-da-da. It was a hit. It was a huge success. So after a couple years of doing that, he goes to... Where was he? He was in France? He was. He was in France. Aren't France France known for being, like, posh and, like, aren't France? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, honey, yes. You know, where they have quantities of water. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So this was the late 1800s, okay? We didn't understand how quantities worked. (laughs) Or fire. Um... No, but isn't France, aren't they, like, French people? Aren't they known for being, like, posh? That is a stereotype, (laughs) yes. Think about um, the Moulin Rouge was set in the late 1800s. Yeah, no one was running around farting in Moulin Rouge. The Bohemian Renaissance, though. Okay. Side note on that one. We'll come back to that. It's not a side note. I haven't seen it. Okay. That's changing. Anyway. Uh, Joseph was like, you know what? I'm doing pretty damn well. I want to perform at the greatest stage on earth. I want to perform at the Madison Square Gardens. Late 1800s. (laughs) Moulin Rouge. So he goes to the Moulin Rouge and he meets with Mr. Siedler and he's like, I've got an act for you. According to an article from the Moulin Rouge archives, the conversation went as follows. Le Petonma comes in. Well, you see, monsieur, I have an anus like a suction device. What? In other words, my anus is so stretchy that I can open it and close it at will. What? Zidler. So what? Le Petitmont. It happens, monsieur, that through this fortunate opening, I can take any quantity of liquid given to me. Any number of water. Any number, <laughs> Any number of, of water. water. So at this, uh, Zidler brings out a large basin of water. He sits in it and sucks the water out of the tub. I'm just imagining like a cartoon where like all of it just disappears up his butt. Uh-huh. And then he shoots it back out. Ew. Uh-huh. Uh, then he says, that's not all. After an enema like that, I can continually expel odorless gas. The secret of my act lies in the different quantities qualities of sound that I can produce. Then Zidler supposedly says, Then you sing from your behind. Yes, Monsieur Tenor, one. Baritone, two. Bass, three. And it goes on and on and on. At the end, Zidler's like, uh, And my mother-in-law, can you do that too? He goes, Here it goes. And he produces a loud, deafening noise. To which Zidler, apparently laughing to the point of tears, says, you're hired and you start this evening. (laughs) Was this a Tuesday? Was it slow? (laughs) Fantastic question. I feel like the Moulin Rouge is about, like, beautiful people doing beautiful things. Also, could you imagine this guy in America's Got Talent? Uh, okay. I wonder if there's been anyone. Maybe not the water shooting part. Britain's Got Talent, we'll get to it. What? 
We'll get there. Okay. So, he was an immediate success. Like, gigantic success at the Moulin Rouge. He was the shit. <laughs> Missy's the poo, so take a big whiff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so I, I couldn't find her name. Anyway. <laughs> he is insanely successful. Um, during the peak of his residency at Moulin Rouge, there were over 2,000 francs for a Sunday performance. And the best performance of that era pulled in over 12,000 francs at the time. So this guy is just like blowing them out of the water. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the things he would do during his show is he would start off his act with like, oh, this is what a bride on her wedding night sounds like. And there's this really high pitched, like tiny little squeak of a sound like. And then a bride three weeks after her wedding, and it's like, which got good laughs. Um, <laughs> then he'd go through and because all the guys are like, oh, LOL, that's three days after courting. Am I right? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> after dad sells her to me, you know, she goes from being a delicate flower to a flatulent beast. Okay. <laughs> what happens? Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I started off my relationship with Matthew as a flatulent beast. So he hey, knew what he was If you set expectations low, you, all you have to go is up. Exactly. No, or I, dig. From the get-go, I was like, <laughs> hey, this is me. So Farts a song. Yeah. So he would do impressions like the bride. He had one that was like a 10-second loud, deep fart. And it was supposed to be the sound of a seamstress ripping a piece of thick cotton. So this was like Buddy the Elf burping, but with farts. Yes. Yeah. Or the uh, the extreme fart pack that my kid purchased a while back exactly. while we were recording yes. <laughs> on Alexa. I forgot that happened. <laughs> did we get that like on audio too? I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah. Some of the other highlights, he would make uh, sound effects of cannon fire and thunderstorms, as well as an Akanina, Akanina, Akarina? Whatever it is, uh, what is, is like the link little in the story of uh, the Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Ocarina, that's what it is. You mean the thing Ashley just said three the times? The type of flute. Well, I, I was stuck in my head and I couldn't get it out. You're correct because it was in Ashley's head. That's basically <laughs> the same thing. Same. He would have um, performances of live musical bands where he would play along with them with his anus. How do you tune that? Stretches. It what, just uh, depends on how tightly you squeeze your kegels? Yeah, you would have to do backwards kegels. What's a backwards kegel? Where you squeeze your butthole. your butthole instead of your... Well, in fairness, whenever you do kegels, your butthole clenches. <laughs> As all three of us <laughs> squeeze our <laughs> vagina muscles. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Tiffany's editing this. I know that's gonna stop. <laughs> what he would do uh, towards the closer is he would set a candle up several yards from himself and blow it out. Oh, I was really hoping for a flamethrower, but like, <laughs> since there's nothing in his system, there's no gas. So that's yeah. Like did less he just fun. like not eat? Well, no, he, he would he, do. He could do an to, enema. That's yeah, true. he would do like up to five enemas a day at the peak of his career. Doesn't sound healthy. I mean, it doesn't, but it worked for him. There's a lot of important bacteria up there. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. But there was one quote, I don't remember where it was, but somebody was like, I think it was when he was talking to, uh, I almost said Harry Sittler. That's in Moulin Rouge. <laughs> I think the real one is like Charles or something. 
But when he was talking to Zidler and uh, he's like, there's one thing the critics can't say about my show. It doesn't stink. Because <laughs> he was very proud of the fact that his shit don't stink. Boo. <laughs> well, that's You're what fired. happens when you enema yourself. Constantly. There were large crowds that wanted to see him, including Prince Edward, Prince or Edward, Prince of Wales, King Leopold II of Belgium. Um, he would host private. So his shows were open to anybody who came to the Moulin Rouge. He would do or he was dressed in like a nice tux and he made sure that he looked very like high class. And then he would put a he had like a tube connected to for what? part of his show to his butthole. Why, uh, On the other end, he would put a lit cigarette. I was really hoping you were going to say pinwheel. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! He would do a lit cigarette, and he would also smoke a cigarette in his mouth and smoke two cigarettes at once. Okay, that's bad for you. Mm-hmm. That's how you get ass cancer. Kids <laughs> <laughs> without cancer. Uh, then he would... That's a put- Cards Against Humanity card, by the way. Oh, the yeah. People <laughs> who are listening in... We know, that's not something we generally if laugh that about. that sounded like it was out of character for Tiffany, that's because it was. Yeah, because no. it's a playing card in a not appropriate card game. Yes. And anybody who lays that card automatically wins whatever it's, round you're playing. It's just yeah. how it works. He would also play a, I think, trumpet on the end of the tube. How? Connect the tube to his butthole. How? Connect the tube to the trumpet using his flatulence and sphincter control and play it he had a massive gush of air that would come out of him he could blow but it's out not candles the air yards away well, i mean the air kind of is well he could it. still hold the trumpet the trumpet's not what's making the sound when you play the trumpet the vibration between your lips is what's making that tone so how is he doing that i don't know so there aren't video well there's a video of him performing you're once. telling me there's not slow motion video of his anus so we can analyze what's happening <laughs> no there is not <laughs> much to our dismay I have questions okay so we'll get to the videos in a second what what he would do for like smaller groups like he would be dressed very nice and presentable now there were a lot of people who were like, this is not real. So he would host small events at the Moulin Rouge or for like royalty where he would perform naked in front of only men so that they could see nothing was making the noise other than his asshole. If I need a picture of explaining what a guy is to something not from Earth and they're trying to like differentiate between the multiple genders on Earth. That's how I would explain dude. <laughs> yeah. That is how I would explain dude. That's fair. Because dude is its own gender. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so he did all of this and everything was going great. During like the peak of his success, he had a friend's business that was going under, I believe it was also a bakery. I could be wrong there. But... In order to, like, fundraise or drum up support for this friend's business, he did a private performance there, which breached his contract with the Moulin Rouge. (gasps) Gasp. Gasp. (laughs) How dare he? With this, he ended up getting sued by the Moulin Rouge for breach of contract. They brought in the femme, what is it, la femme petonma, which was, you know, the female fart maniac. <laughs> and so they brought in Tiffany. <laughs> yes. This is when we get to her ancestors. 
we can replace you easily. So did great job until Joseph called her out for being a fraud. <gasps> it ended up going to court over this. Well, that makes sense because ladies don't fart. No, we toot. I I basically <laughs> shit myself without shitting myself. So what does th- we got to talk about oversharing again? <laughs> it turned out that what are those called? The fan or the blowers for fires? Oh the, yeah, that yeah. have the little like accordion the bellows. Pump on them. Yes, she had one of those strapped to her legs that she would like close and like the way she did it, like the way she moved her legs would cause the noise. Did people not see her like? flapping oh she was wearing this big billowy dress that they wore back then it's fine the way you move it you can make it work see well that's her problem she doesn't like identify as a dude so there's no way they could like verify that well i there are stories and this is not verified anywhere of in the courtroom they were like prove it like strip naked and she was like uh hell no i'm not stripping naked in front of all these people so le petemont and la femme petemont went into the judge's uh, private chambers and did a performance where they found out that she was faking it. So, shocker, a lady faked it. <laughs> <laughs> but after this, the Petamol, uh started his own traveling show called the Theater, uh, the Theatre Pomodor, and it was pretty successful. In 1914, First World War started. Uh huh. He had three kids. They were drafted. Between, you know, his performance involving, like, the sound of cannon fire and gunshots and the fact that they were in World War One, and everybody's like, dude, too real, too close to home, too soon. Um, and the fact that two of his children came home severely traumatized and injured from World War One, mm-hmm. he basically retired there and returned to his bakery and later opened a biscuit fast factory he died at the age of 88 and there were a bunch of doctors and scientists who were like we want to understand your father may we please examine him and they were like "Mm, some things are better left as they are so nobody checked out his sphincter situation he was a faker no i I don't think so i kind of understand that like unless you plan that if someone else to ask me to make that decision for someone else mm-hmm. i just be like mm, yeah i'm not no. into this but thanks i have my doubts i don't he's wonderful there are a bunch of different things about him in popular culture like uh, there's a 1970 there's a 1970 something film that you can find on youtube 19 <laughs> I don't know. You can find it on YouTube. Just look up Le, P- Le Petemont and it's 30 minutes and it's funny. The Moulin Rouge. We're getting back to that. The movie Moulin Rouge. Uh, there's a character played by Keith Robinson who is named Le Petemont. I have no recollection of this and I watched that movie a million yeah, times. Yeah, we've watched that more times than should be allowed. Yeah. So um, maybe it's just a guy that they were like, you're going to be Le Petemont and not speak and we'll all know it's you. But whatever. If you watch Blazing Saddles, what's the most well-known scene from Blazing Saddles? I haven't seen it. It's the fart scene around the campfire. The governor, William J. Le Petemont, is 
the guy that they're fighting in the movie, I believe. And there are a bunch of other different things that uh, plays or stuff about him. But anyway, what makes his story so special? He was a faker who farted on stage. No, he was perfection and everybody should appreciate it. Makes you feel like you're not alone in this world. That as well. It's also an excuse to tell you about yet another festival. Oh, golly. Oh, fuck. We're 35 <laughs> minutes in. Okay. Let's blast off to Finland. Fuck that. Not, are you, not Finland, are that you, joke. Are you proud of that joke, ma'am? I mean, I'm not upset by it. She's full of hot air. <laughs> that I am. So in 2012, 2013, and with the help of Mr. Methane and Fartman, in 2018 as well mr methane just isn't like king of the hill no we will we will get back to him who's oh mr cellophane is who i was thinking mr cellophane would you know my name chicago anyone yes okay i haven't seen it oh Oh. golly okay i need to introduce you to the musical theater life she hates musicals not yeah it's something that i try to look past you like cats we all have our faults. <laughs> so in 2012, 2013, and 2018, the town spelled U-T-A-J, umlaut over the A, R-V-I, Utajarvi in Finland. Sh- what was the last R-V-I? Yep. Oh. We cannot possibly know how to pronounce that based nope. on our background experience no and i did try to yola kulturin <laughs> i did try to google it yeah that was me looking it up and pronouncing a youtube video for 10 minutes yeah no i did try to look this up and um everywhere that mentioned it they either didn't mention it or it did not sound anything like it's spelled and i couldn't pick it out of the video fair so they in finland they held the world farting championship hmm this was sponsored <laughs> mm-hmm. by a company that makes canned pea soup. Oh, why real... wasn't it sponsored by like Bush's, Bush's baked, baked beans? beans. <laughs> <laughs> the rules are simple. Contestants have 30 seconds to fart and the winner is determined by decibel count. I hate how recreatable that is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd enter. But... <laughs> <laughs> Also, Tiffany would get up there, get so excited, and then just like, just like tighten up completely. Uh huh. I would have to eat a lot of cheese. I could, I could see it now. You could get, you get up there, you get up. You're like, no, I got, I got, I, got, I gotta go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in 2013, the prize was 104 cans of pea soup. Okay, I would what not are you enter. Do with 104 cans of pea soup. I would like make a ma- or make a monument out of that and just like leave it up in my living room and be like, why do you have this sculpture made out of pea soup? Because I won the world farting championship. Did they not get a trophy at least? That has just like a little cloud on top. <laughs> 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 so that was my mouth. Mr. Uh-huh. Mr. Methane and Fartman or Persimese. Per, or hosted the 2018 one. Now, Mr. Methane is a British comedian who wears a green outfit with purple accents, and he can fart on command, much like uh, Joseph Pujol. Some of his tricks include blowing out candles on a cake and, you know, making the little... Don't fart on thing. my cake! <laughs> Blow out your own candle! That's a waste of a perfectly good cake! Fartman 
according to Esco V, who's a gentleman who plays him at events, Fartman is a comic book series character over in Finland. And according to Esco V, he's a different type of superhero. He's a former alcoholic, and when he was walking, there was some type of explosion where pea soup tin spread all over the place, and Fartman got hit by one pea soup tin that was radioactive, and he ate it. After he ate it, he got superpower for farts, and he uses his farts to save the world. He's not a common superhero like Spider-Man or Iron Man. Of course, he's against crime and criminals, but most times he helps people accidentally. He doesn't know how to use his powers. Almost every time it's an accident. Huh. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, he was killed off in 2000. It reminds me of Mystery Men. It the Sphincter. Ca- yes. He reminds me of Captain America a lot. Or not Captain Cap- America. <laughs> Captain Underpants. We have two very different understandings of Captain America. Yeah, yeah very much so. <laughs> In 2003, though, like a school series of it came back with his son as Fart uh, Fartman. So Fart Boy, Fart yeah. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the story of some of Lava <laughs> the best known flatulists of our beloved world, and I'm in love. And thank you to Jake, even though I don't remember Rebecca sending me that link, and I've been off Discord for a while. So you're all wonderful, and I adore you. Wow. I have new goals in life. That you need to start practicing. I don't have that great sphincter control. Like, I've got it. (laughs) I've got sphincter control, but not like that. Don't. Is that why you named me the wonky sphincter? I've seen you multiple times just like barely move and you're like, oh, how'd that happen? It's fine. I don't shit myself regularly. Why did you say that like you do? Well, that was a great story to end on. Thanks. <laughs> Speaking of ending. <laughs> not ending. No, it's not. Although we might be canceled after that one. <laughs> it's fine. It's about time. Everyone's like, they, had a good they, run. they peaked. <laughs> so, we're just friends. turtle headling real quick. Hold on. No. We're... <laughs> do, do you see what I mean? <laughs> yes. Tiffany just farted in my general direction. All right, friends. Serious time. That was a wonderful subject. Thank you. Thanks. We are overwhelmed and underpaid. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even get to do my drum roll. We're taking a break. Don't get freaked out. We're coming back. Everything's great. We are coming back. Everything's not great. Um, <laughs> I know that sounds like we're like being held hostage, but it's it's fine. Wink, wink. <laughs> No, for real. We have all, I mean, all, as in anyone who's hearing this and alive right now, had a rough go of it for the last while. And it's kind of catching up to the three of us personally, just with a lot of stuff that's going on in our lives. Everything is okay. We're just a bit overwhelmed. So um, we have decided that in order to keep the show what we want it to be and as good as we want it to be, we could all use a little bit of a break. Yes. So we are going to be taking November and December off so that we can recoup, recoup, enjoy the holidays, get back to what we want this show to be. So we will still be active on our social medias. We will yep. still be active on our Discord. Yep. And we may have some stuff 
pop up from now and again, but we are not planning and not holding ourselves to any type of schedule for November and December. Yeah. So um, we're going to finish out October. We have a couple fun episodes planned coming for you guys. And then we will be back in January. For better or for worse. Hopefully for better. Always for better. Always the same amount of farts. Yes. Yes. That will not be changing. No. But yeah. If my new career path lines out, it will be increasing. Oh boy. We're doing this for ourselves and we're doing this for you guys so that we can start bringing back the quality content that you have grown to love from us. (laughs) Quality content. Hey. (laughs) Hey. Somebody likes it because people listen. I think. Weird. Thanks, mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not my mom. <laughs> there wasn't a very specific episode of telling her n- not to listen to it. <laughs> we've, we've scared off a few parental units, but it's such is life. I, I feel think... like I'm 16 again. <laughs> it's made family get together easier. <laughs> People just stop talking to me. <laughs> but for real, we adore you guys and we have zero plans to stop anytime soon we're um, definitely coming back i am far too needy and i require way too much attention to we not know do this. for sure so we will be back in january and follow us on all of our social medias we'll keep you guys posted on the date and all of the things going on and uh yeah so on that note remember friends everyone has something that they find odd let us tell you why it's not if you want to come and hang out with us you can find us on any of the social medias or on the Discord. There will be a link below. Check it out. Come join us. We have GIFs and cat pictures. And lots of amazing friends. Woo! Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show, tell your friends about us. Or subscribe, rate, and review. Or, you know, take these next two months to just, like, chill. Do your thing. You know, be you, home skillet. Listen to our friends. And keep it strange, lovelies. Bye-bye. I I can't fart on command. You already did it.